Praise the Lord. It's wonderful to be in the house of the Lord with each of you today. So look forward to Sundays, the gathering of God's people to his house. Amen. If you have your Bibles, you can open up to the book of Judges, chapter 14. We had a great service this morning, first service, and here we are around two, back in the ring. Judges 14, beginning of verse 1. Now Samson went down to Timnah and saw a woman in Timnah of the daughters of the Philistines. So he went up and told his father and mother, saying, I have seen a woman in Timnah of the daughters of the Philistines. Now, therefore, get her for me as a wife. Then his father and mother said to him, Is there no woman among the daughters of your brethren or among all my people that you must go and get a wife from the uncircumcised Philistines? And Samson said to his father, Get her for me, for she pleases me well. But his father and mother did not know that it was of the Lord, that he was seeking an occasion to move against the Philistines. For at that time, the Philistines had dominion over Israel. So Samson went down to Timnah with his father and mother and came to the vineyards of Timnah. Now to his surprise, a young lion came roaring against him. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and he tore the lion apart as one would have torn apart a young goat, though he had nothing in his hand. But he did not tell his father or his mother what he had done. Then he went down and talked with the woman, and she pleased Samson well. After some time, he returned to get her. He turned aside to see the carcass of the lion, and behold, a swarm of bees and honey were in the carcass of the lion. The Lord seeks an occasion to move against the Philistines, to move against the enemies of God, to move against the enemies of God's people. We see by the text that the Lord uses people. Here he used a man named Samson, the man for the occasion. I'd like to say today that the Lord is seeking occasions to move against the enemy, and he is going to use you, and he's going to use me. If we want to be used of God, he will use us. If we want to be used of God, he will lead us. And those around us may not even realize what is taking place. The opportunity the Lord is creating, the occasion against the enemy that the Lord is working. It may not make sense to those around us or to those close to us. Verse 4, but his father and mother did not know that it was of the Lord that he was seeking an occasion to move against the Philistines. For at that time, the Philistines had dominion over Israel. The NLV reads, his father and mother did not know that it was the Lord's leading. 
For he was planning a way to go against the Philistines. In the NLT, his father and mother didn't realize the Lord was at work in this, creating an opportunity to work against the Philistines. Listen, God is looking for occasions to move against the enemy. And if we desire to be used of God, he will plan a way. He will create a way. He will create an opportunity. If we want to be used of God, he will use us. He will lead us. He will make a way. He will prepare a way. And the truth is this. We may not even realize what the Lord is working we might not totally understand how the Lord is leading, how the Lord is working and creating an opportunity to move against the enemies of God. But if we will stay consecrated, separated, obedient to the Lord, he will use us. Now, how many here today like conflict? Listen to the text, verse 5. So Samson went down to Timnah with his father and mother and came to the vineyards of Timnah. Now to his surprise, a young lion came roaring against him. This is the truth today, that when God creates an opportunity, it stirs up the lion. What lion are we talking about today? It's a lion that seeks to devour when we look at the text, as we've already read, what kind of lion came against Samson that day? Was it some old mangy lion? Some whelp? No. It was a young lion, a lion in the prime of its figure. If we want to be used... Used of God, we are going to run into conflict. Lions will come roaring against us. Listen, there will be times when we are and will be taken by surprise. But let's not forget, greater is he that is in us. You see, the enemy doesn't like when we stroll into his vineyards, into his territory, into his domain. And I mentioned it. This morning, even as we've heard, Christ City Lighthouse, listen, heading out into the enemy's vineyards, are you ready for conflict? Are you ready? We want to be used of God. We may not totally understand how he's working and creating the opportunities, but if we are obedient and we stay consecrated and we stay separated, God will work his miracle. We trust in the one. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Verses 5 and 6, now to his surprise, a young lion came roaring against him. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And he tore the lion apart as one would have torn apart a young goat, though he had nothing in his hand. When God creates a way, an occasion against the enemy, he makes the trip with us. He's there with us. We are not left alone. There are times we are taken by surprise. We're journeying with God. We're crying out that we be used of the Lord. He's leading us. 
He's creating an opportunity. He's preparing an occasion to move against the enemy. There are times we are taken by surprise. But it's the lion that's taken by surprise when the Spirit of the Lord comes mightily upon us. You see, Samson's strength was the Spirit of the Lord. And I want to remind the church today that it's the same for us. Our strength is the Spirit of the Lord. As we move forward, we might not even understand what is taking place. We don't know the opportunity that God is creating, but God is creating an opportunity. It's an occasion for His glory. And he's looking to use us. He's looking to use ordinary people. Ordinary people with a vow of consecration upon their lives, separated unto God, devoted for service. Those that will step out. Those that will allow him to lead them. We so desperately need the power of the Holy Spirit. Often we are so concerned with what is in our hand. We're so concerned with the strength in our own hand. What we do or do not have. We're looking to our own hand, our own means of escape, our own means of provision, our own means of strength. The text is clear that he had nothing in his hand. That's what the Bible says. The Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and he tore the lion apart as one would have torn apart a young goat, though he had nothing in his hand. There lay the carcass of the lion. Do we want to be used of God? Is that the true cry of our heart? Lord, use me. Not just us, use me, Lord. For your glory, not for my own. The man or the woman for the occasion, the opportunity that God is creating against his enemies. Do we want to be used of God or do we want to avoid the conflict. Do we want to avoid conflict? We don't want any conflict. We don't want to be taken by surprise. We don't want to be caught off guard. Many of us, we want all the I's dotted and the T's crossed before we ever step out. We say, God, use me, but I want to know every detail. I want to know the end. I want to know how this works out. Lord, what's going to happen? Well, I'll tell you what. I'm preparing an occasion against the enemy. Great, I'm in. Use me, Lord. What's going to happen? Well, you're going to make your way down to this vineyard. Okay, great. I'm in. And what will happen when I get there? A young lion. It's full strength. is going to come against you. All right, well... What's going to happen then? I'm going to come mightily upon you, and you're not only going to scare the lion away, you're going to take hold of the lion, you're going to rip it in pieces, and there will lay the carcass of the lion. How many would say, Lord, I am 110% in? You see, but the Bible says, by faith and not by sight, 
It's not understanding. And so I love it because God wants to move. He wants to shock even, even us. He wants to come upon us with the suddenly where his spirit moves and empowers us. He wants to teach us that it's not about what is in our own hand, but it's what's in his hand. And so we step out, we say, God, use me, and we don't need all the details. Some are never used, they never move out, they are never the man or woman for the occasion that God is creating because they want to know the end. They want to know exactly how it works out. They don't want conflict, they want to avoid the conflict, and they definitely don't want to be taken by surprise. I wonder if we're conflicted today. full of conflicting emotions or impulses. The reality may be that deep down we want to be used, but we are terrified of any type of conflict. Again, as I've already said, we're so caught up, so caught up in the level of our own strength, we're bound by it. What is or is not in our hand. Listen to these words. The contest was all the worse for Samson, that in addition to being quite alone, there was nothing in his hand. This is the most remarkable point in the narrative. He had no sword or hunter's spear with which to wound the lordly savage. He had not even a stout staff with which to ward off his attack. Samson stood an unarmed unarmored man, in the presence of a raging beast. So we in our early temptations are apt to think that we have no weapon for the war. And we do not know what to do. We are made to cry out, I am unprepared. How can I meet this trial? I cannot grasp the enemy to wrestle with him. What am I to do? Herein will the splendor of faith and glory of God be made manifest when you shall slay the lion, and yet it shall be said of you that he had nothing in his hand, nothing but that which the world sees not and values not. Now go one step further, for time forbids our lingering here. I invite you to remember that it is by the Spirit of God that the victory was won. We read, and the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and he rent him, as he would have rent a kid. Let the Holy Spirit help us in our trouble, and we need neither company nor weapon, but without him, what can we do? Good Bishop Hall says, if that roaring lion that goes about continually seeking whom he may devour finds us alone among the vineyards of the Philistines, where where is our hope? Not in our heels, he is swifter than we, Not in our weapons, we are naturally unarmed, not in our hands, which are weak and languishing, but in the Spirit of God, by whom we can do all things. If God fights in us, who can resist us? There is a stronger lion in us than that against us. Here is our one necessity, to be endowed with power from on high, the power of the Holy Ghost, helped by the Spirit of God, the believer's victory will be complete. The lion shall not be driven away, but rent in pieces. 
girt with the Spirit's power, our victory shall be as easy as it will be perfect. Samson rent the lion as though it were a little lamb or a kid of the goats. I want us to know today, I want us to leave this place today, knowing that it is the great desire of God to create opportunities. He will come mightily upon us at exactly the right time. He is a God of perfect timing. He wants to use you. He wants to use me. He wants to use the youngest to the oldest. He wants to use all of us from every nation, tribe, and tongue. He wants to use a people from each generation. The occasion, the man, the woman, the child, the teenager, the young adult for the occasion that he is preparing, that he's setting up to work against and move against the enemies of God. We may be taken by surprise, but the Lord is not. The Lord is saying today that it's a day to ask him to use us, a day to cry out, to lay our life on the altar. It's time to focus on what's in his hand to not fear conflict and to trust in the might of the Spirit. The Voice Bible reads, a young lion roared at him. The Spirit of the Eternal moved upon Samson in that instant. The NLV, there a young lion came running toward him, making a loud noise. The Spirit of the Lord came upon Samson with power. I know it's a word from the Lord today. It is time to walk into the enemy's vineyards and tear some lions apart. Might be taken by surprise. You ready for the conflict? Use me, Lord. Lead me, Lord. If you're here today and you want to be used of God, he will use you. If you're here today and you want to be used of God, he will lead you. He will create the opportunity to move against the enemy. The carcass of a lion. Judges 14, verses 7 to 9. Then he went down and talked with the woman, and she pleased Samson well. After some time... When he returned to get her, he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion. And behold, a swarm of bees and honey were in the carcass of the lion. He took some of it in his hands and went along eating. The message paraphrased, some days later when he came back to get her, he made a little detour to look at what was left of the lion. And there a wonder a swarm of bees in the lion's carcass and honey. He stooped down, he scooped it up in his hands and kept going, eating as he went. I mean, why go back and look? The lion was dead. Why revisit the carcass of a dead lion? Why take time? Why the detour? Surely he knew the lion was dead. Why go back? 
What does the Bible say? He turned aside to see the carcass of the lion. He made a little detour to look at what was left of the lion. Listen, I do not know what Samson expected to see, but I doubt he expected to see a wonder. Why go back? Why the detour? Why take time? Have you ever gone back to see what was left of a carcass? A roaring lion you tore apart by the Spirit of God? There's a wonder waiting in the carcass of the lion. You see, here the Lord performs a wonder. There is honey in the carcass of the lion. We eat of the sweet honey we take and we give it to those with us. The Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. We taste and we give it to others to taste. I want to announce today and tell us today that this is the truth. If we avoid conflict, if we don't want conflict, we don't want to be taken off guard. If we want to avoid conflict, we will never see the wonder that could have been. We'll never see the wonder that God could create. There is honey in death. This can apply in many ways. Honey in death, we die to self to live for Christ. There's honey in death. When we die, we will be with our Lord. Honey in death. In this life, the victories the Lord has worked through us. The carcasses of lions that we have torn apart by the Spirit of the Lord. You know what the Lord would say to the church today? The Spirit of God would say to the church today, feed on the sweetness found in the victories of the Lord. Carry the wonder of the victories of the Lord to others and let them taste and see that the Lord is good. There are parents in this house. It's time. It's time to carry your kids. It's time to go and, and show them the carcasses of the lions that you've torn apart in the past by the Spirit of God, that you've rent in pieces. It's time to take some time to step aside, to turn aside, so focused in life. But, you know, God is calling us to show the next generation the miracles and the wonders of what is taking place, what he's performed in our lives. There's honey in the carcasses of the lions. Revisit the past victories of the Lord. They are ever full of sweet provision. They're still flowing with honey. Take some out. Take it in your hands as you go along and eat. Look at the wonders these victories have produced. The wonders the victories of the Lord have produced. The riddle goes, out of the eater came something to eat, and out of the strong came something sweet. And so it is true. What is sweeter than honey? Nothing. What is stronger than a lion? You. When the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you mightily. 
Perhaps it's curiosity that will take us to the carcass of the cat today. Curiosity didn't kill the cat. It was you anointed by the Holy Spirit, empowered mightily by the Spirit of God. I know this is a word for many here today. Turn aside. Take a little detour. Take some time and set your eyes on the wonder of what God has performed and let it fuel you for the journey. Let it lead you on. Let it encourage and inspire your family and the next generation. You don't want conflict anymore? Maybe you were once like Samson, use me, Lord. And, and so he led you to a vineyard, the vineyard of the enemy. And there you were taken by surprise. And the Lord came mightily upon you and you rent the lion in pieces. And there lay the carcass of the lion. But for whatever reason, you're here today and you don't want any more conflict. You don't want to be taken by surprise any longer. Listen, faithful he has been, and faithful he will be. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Charles Spurgeon, strength distributing sweetness. And it might have served as a perpetual reminder of what a Christian should be, a conqueror and a comforter, slaying lions and distributing honey. Look how the Lord has performed wonder after wonder. Psalm 77, verse 14, you are the God who does wonders. The verse goes on, you have declared your strength among the peoples. I, I know it's true and it's a reality. He has declared his strength among this people. He has declared his strength among your family. He has declared his strength time and time again. He declared his strength in that moment when Samson was empowered mightily by the Spirit of the Lord and he rent that lion in pieces. I think of the honey, the sweetness that has come out of the carcasses of lions. How we have been impacted. How our families have been impacted. How our children have been impacted by the victories of the Lord. How our friends have been impacted, how this city has been impacted, this province, how the nation and the nations of the world have been impacted because people said, I want to be the man or the woman for the occasion that you're creating against the enemy. They didn't look at what was in their own hand. They focused on what was in God's hand. They knew that he was faithful, that nothing is impossible with God. And so they cried out, use me, because they knew that this principle is true. If we want to be used of God, he will use us. If we want to be used of God, he will lead us. We might totally not understand. It might even be that there's a young person in the house today. God is trying to work. He's creating an opportunity against the enemy. And your mom and dad aren't the source right now because you go to mommy and daddy, they don't even know what's going on, how the Lord is working. And that's how it is in our own life. There are times when those even close to us don't understand what God is doing. But if we'll just be faithful, we'll remain devoted and separated and consecrated to the Lord. He will use us. He will lead us. We might be taken by surprise, but it will be the lion that is taken by surprise when the great lion of Judah shows up in the vineyard of the enemy. I trust you're encouraged today. 
Some will take this and run with it, and God will do wonders. God will perform miracles. Lions will be slayed. Carcasses will produce a swarm of activity and honey that is sweet to the taste. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Keep letting the Lord use you. Keep your eyes fixed on what's in his hand. Fear no lion except the lion of the tribe of Judah. For greater is he that is in you. Nothing takes the Lord by surprise. Can I just remind us of that today? The Lord will lead us and he will equip us. Trust in the power of the Spirit and the Lord will come mightily upon us. There are more lions to be torn apart. There are carcasses we haven't yet brought down by the Spirit of the Lord. Carcasses in which God will perform wonders. There are many lions that need to be rent in pieces. As we go about our day, about our lives, we know it's true. We can have the worship team return today. Samson was a Nazarite. That's what the Bible tells us. If I can sum it up, this was the vow upon his life. A vow of separation. A vow of consecration. It was a vow of devotion. A vow of service. He'd given his life over to the Lord to be used used of God. We need this vow upon our lives because this was the secret of Samson's strength. There have been Christian films put out and some, the character that plays Samson is this big giant guy with huge bulging muscles. And so we see that and it's like, I don't look like that. We see things like that, but what we need to realize, the Bible doesn't say that he looked like that. I think when we get to glory, we might be shocked, and we'll give glory too and say, there was nothing in his hand. <laughs> it was the Spirit of God. God wants to use ordinary men and women with a vow of consecration upon their life, a vow of separation, a vow to the Lord, This was the secret of Samson's strength, and it's the secret of our strength. Our union with the Lord, our vow, and the keeping of our vow. Separation, consecration, devotion, surrender. Remember what happened later when Samson got caught up with the wrong company? We know what happened later. They wore him down. Bad company corrupts good character. He caved and he gave up the secret and the next time he rose to kill a lion, he was as weak as any other man. The tragedy is this, he didn't even know the strength had left him. 
The Bible's clear. Judges 16, verse 20, the Philistines are upon you, Samson. So he awoke from his sleep and said, I will go out as before at other times and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had departed from him. You say today, I thought, I thought it wasn't about what was in our hands. It's not. It's about what's in our hearts. This vow of consecration, this vow of separation, surrender unto the Lord, vow of service. Are we here today? Do we need to come back to our vow of separation? Our vow of consecration. Lord, I want to be used. Lord, I want you to lead me. Our vow of devotion and service. The vows we've made to the Lord, let those vows be binding upon us. Let them bind us. Let us perform the vows that we've made. The Lord is saying today that it's time to assert our vows once again. If our hearts need adjustment, so be it. It's a day to ask him to use us, to lead us. He seeks an occasion to move against the enemy. It's time to focus on what's in his hand, to not fear conflict and to trust in the might of the spirit. It's a day to enter the vineyards of the enemy and tear some lions apart. Listen, the Lord will work his wonder. Are you here today? You're saying, Lord, I want you to use me. If that's the cry of your heart, get ready. If that's the cry of your life, the Lord is going to use us. He's going to use you and he's going to use me. He's going to lead us. Those around us might not totally understand what's taking place. Those close to us. We might not even fully understand what is taking place, but the Lord is working. He's creating an occasion to go against the enemy. Let's stand today in this place. as the team begins to lead this course in this place let's just take a few moments and let's take a little trip back to the carcass of some lions let's take a detour today and go back and look at the wonder that the Lord has performed the past victories and let those fuel us now and fuel us as we head into the future think of what God has done go back and look and how he has come through for you. Those times when you had nothing in your hand and you were taken by surprise, by conflict, but there the Lord came mightily upon you and you rent the lion in pieces. Lord, we thank you for your victories, God. Thank you, Jesus.